Hey everyone, welcome to Buzzing About Romance. I am Becky, and this episode is proudly brought to you by Jamie Albright and her laugh out loud rom-com, Running From the Rockstar. Running From the Rockstar is available now in Kindle Unlimited. You can also get it in audiobook and paperback. Brace yourself for a wild ride through the pages of this wake up married small town romance. Um, Joining me for this episode are Jenny. Hey, Jenny. Hi, Becky. And Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Hi. And Leah. Hello, Leah. Hello. Um, so it's kind of been a little bit of a busy bookish weekend for us on this three-day holiday, right? Um, yep. Last night, we got to have the watch party for Gina Aziz. And that was adorable. So if you haven't watched that, you should go check out A Scottish Love Scheme on Hallmark. Um, but we are back with a romance term of the week. Oh, yay. Yay. We haven't done one I in a minute. These. What is it? So the romance. I mean, we could look, but that'd be easy. <laughs> I was going to say, you all have dogs. <laughs> I know. Like, I'm pulling it up right now. There. I'm pulling it up now. Like, sorry. Sorry. Wait, what, what happened here? You all oh, have yeah. a dog. Um, romance term of the week. So this is actually mm-hmm. inspired by a conversation that Leah and I were having. Um, and it's a term that we sometimes throw around. And I quickly realized that unless you are working on the backside of publishing or you are a english lit major um you might not have a true understanding of what we're talking about so romance term of the week this week is showing versus telling so if we say this author did a lot of showing and i really wanted more telling this is what we're talking about um so when someone says a book does a lot of showing they're likely referring to the storytelling technique of showing rather than telling. And in literature, showing involves presenting details, actions, and emotions through vivid and descriptive language, allowing readers to experience and interrupt the story or interrupting, interpreting the story themselves. This approach engages the reader's imagination, encourages them to draw conclusions based on the presented information. This is a lot of times where readers can misinterpret miscommunication and angst because the author isn't showing us enough. Um, on the other hand, telling is going to be a more straightforward and provide information directly to the reader without allowing them to infer or visualize the details. It often involves stating facts, summarizing events. It also is going to be a more banter, dialogue-heavy um, book if they're doing a lot of telling. Mm-hmm. You're going to have a lot more first-person per- narrative versus, you know, I don't know about you. When you walk in a room, especially if we're reading first-person point-of-view romances, if you walk in a room, in your brain, do you, like, describe what the room exactly looks like? Or do you say to the host, oh, my gosh, I really like your, you know, flowered curtains? It depends on the situation in the room. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was like, I categorize everything automatically, but I'm like, uh, pretty sure that's my neurodivergence show. Um. I think that's just the spiciness of Jenny. (laughs) It depends on like where I'm at and why I'm walking into the room, what my reaction is and how I deal with it. That's fair. That is fair. Um, So, so it's, I don't know. Do you have one way you prefer a story over another? Like, are you a telling person or do you want the showing? I want like the balance like because mm-hmm. I'm assuming you're talking about like you're walking into a new room like you've never been in before yeah so I just want like a little information about what the room looks like looks like overall and then like my brain just like automatically imagines what it looks like but I don't need to know what kind of fabrics on the chair because you want to pick the fabrics on the chairs Right. Like you could say it's a leather chair or a dark mm-hmm. brown leather chair, but like I don't need to know like that it's cracked co- or yes, yeah. Or it's 
catty corner to the white picket like yes. window i don't even know where i got yeah because you could say like a worn leather leather chair instead of like mm -hmm. a cracked one windows are picketed i don't i don't even know there i was <laughs> maybe they have bars <laughs> and Leo they might have to bars. Sound better. <laughs> maybe. maybe it depends on the area you live in there could be picketed bars on your windows i was thinking like fence but then i remembered we were <laughs> in a room and not outside i'm like oh wait i will say that, that if a book gets overly descriptive so if an author is doing a lot of showing in a story i tend to skip the descriptive parts and just go straight to the dialogue I think for me, though, it depends on the author. Like, there are some authors that I read that I enjoy the way in which they show those, like, elements of the story. Because they have a really good, like, grasp on giving it, a, like, a dynamic and creative perspective. And so it doesn't bug me as much yeah. as whether it's, like, the brown chair sat next to the window. You know what I mean? Like it's all on how they create the showing, whether or not it bugs me or not. Well, there is a full article over at bookcasemedia.com about showing versus telling. So if you would like to learn more about that concept, you can go over there and check that out. Um, so this is a new year, new episode, new season of buzzing about romance. This is the first time we're recording an episode in 2024. Oh, it it is. It is. We've yeah. done a couple like Amanda's like, "Wait, Becky. <laughs> we've talked like 17 times. We have talked. We well, have not yeah. she's done a lot shots. of quick shots. Yeah. Well, those don't count cuz it's right, not yeah. technically an episode. So this is our first episode recording of 2024, so Year four of the podcast, you guys. How exciting is this, right? Yay. It's kind of crazy that it's been that long. Right? It is. Um, so on this episode, it's new year and time for new reads. We are going to talk about all the books we are excited about in 2024. We'll also talk about some new to us authors that we're excited to check out. We'll also kind of talk about our reading goals, um, some things that we hope to do better in 2024. We're just laying the groundwork. We might also talk about some of the things we might focus on here at the podcast in 2024. You know, we've been compiling a list. Lots of lists. Mulling ideas. Mulling ideas. Right. Um, Shower ideas at that. <laughs> yeah, those are the best. But, you know what, I was though? yelling into my phone my shower idea that I texted you all yesterday. And Mike's like, who, who are you talking to? But what like, I love, though, is I'm not idea. the only one who gets the shower ideas now. Every it's a good does. one. It, it was, was a, a good one. I thought it, it really was. was. But I like the fact that you you shared that wealth. Like, it wasn't just a shower idea for Leah. No, it wasn't. It's a shower idea for everybody. Everybody gets shower ideas now. Um, okay, so let's talk about, first up, new year. Are we setting reading goals this year? No. I did. I put it a lot lower, but I, I have to give myself some kind of baseline. I'm not. I it, It's bugging me because Goodreads is constantly asking me, right? would yeah. you like to set a goal? And I'm like, five. <laughs> but I don't want to look at that. I think last year I hit my goal, but really Christmas novellas helped me hit my goal last year. There's oh, no way I would have hit ones. my goal because by September I was starting to slump and have a little bit of burnout and I was busy and there were so many things. So I guess I could set a goal of like a hundred. Um, but my goal for 2024 when it comes to my reading is I just want to be a better, more intentional consumer with my mm -hmm. books. Yeah. Um, I don't want to feel the rush like, oh, it's, you know, I have to get a book a day in kind of thing, or I'm not going to make my goal or whatever. Well, and I haven't read a book a day in like two weeks, which is real weird for me. So like, I know like my goals that I used to set, like are nowhere near what my goal like this year would be. But we have so many other balls in the basket currently that I'm like, 
I don't have the time to read as much as I want to, which kind of stinks. But at the same time, it's it's good because it's like good things in the back end. But well, and I think too, a lot of us deep. I mean, I've always been a reader, and I would say even previous to twenty twenty, I was reading a book to mm-hmm. one a day to two a day, um, or one book within two days. But, you know, obviously the world slowed down in 2020 Mm -hmm. and now the world is not slowing down. Yeah. So sometimes I feel like we're trying to make up for the time we've mm -hmm. missed. And I'm just like, did we not learn anything? (laughs) Yeah. And that's the thing, like during COVID, like I read a ton, but like my kids were home 24 seven, like we literally couldn't go anywhere. So it's like. And they were doing school, so I couldn't be, like, do normal stuff when they were doing school, because, like, if I was loud, then that was distracting to them. And, like, so, like, during their school day, I basically sat and read or did quiet activities for myself, because I had to make sure that they were focused. And so, like, I read three times as much during COVID, like, those two years than I usually do. Yeah, So that's, I think, my part of stepping back from a reading goal. There are other kind of micro goals that I want to do, like be a more intentional reader, like, Mm -hmm. you know, really consume the book and not just read the book. Um, And then also, um, you know, it's a topic that we talked about a little bit last year, but I do want to do better and be more intentional of reading across the romance genre. So, you know, last year I had said that I wanted to do more paranormal and more um, sci-fi romances and monster romances. Well, I hit my stride in the monster romances. And like, the doors. And we're the all there. Balloon animals. We're all there, right? Um, and you all are reaping the awards. But I didn't really get into PNR. And my mm-hmm. alien is just a little, like, I'm still... You know, unless it's bunnies and chicks that are the aliens. <laughs> I haven't fully gone into aliens. So I want... Do we know? Like, do we know what the aliens look like? So it's possible, right? So I no, want I'm to do that. I'm still kind of remiss. You have not read The Horde. Yet. I read book one in The Horde. When? Like back in 2022 or early 2023 when you... I right after recall you got this done. conversation. Okay. Um, because I keep making fun of you with the tail. Oh, that's right. But the tail, like, it has a purpose. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. That's okay. Um, and then the other thing is, obviously, more diversely. But I have a little bit of a caveat here. Oftentimes mm-hmm. people think we have to read more diversely, and it they're just thinking we're talking about BIPOC voices. But I am talking about doing better with queer, disabled rep, and um BIPOC like all three so um those are things that I want to do better in 2024 what about you Jenny no reading goal but what are some of your other um basically the same as your yours like be more intentional about what I'm reading like not finishing bad books which I did much better about in 2023 like Mm -hmm. why am i reading this crap like there's plenty of other things um yeah and reading more diverse like i try um but it's very easy to just like go back to your comfort zone it is and jenny says her goals are the mine because jenny is just pretty much reading my tbr yeah no you read a book and then you say jenny read this and i read it now because Every time you say that, I'm like the pressure of making sure. That... <laughs> um, Leah, what are some of your goals 2024? Um, also, I DNF'd a lot in 2023, which is surprising because I am not typically a DNFer, but it's just basically that, like be more cognizant of like what I'm reading, why I'm reading it. Like, what is the purpose of like this story for me? Like, not that like I need that all the time because we all know that I love a short, dirty novella that just like makes me feel happy. But 
at times it's like there are a couple books that I've read and it's like the story was great but it's like I felt dumber like after <laughs> I read it because they're just it was fine and the story was great and it took me out of like the moment but then I was like oh man like why why did I read this might that have but, been the whole step daddy step oh no those are delightful freaking delightful there is no like I feel dumber for this I'm like I need more of this well, there's another one coming out and that's that step like Santa series is called step sinners so the brother the step brother is like works at like a school for troubled girls and the sis the stepsister gets like sent to him he's never been tempted before and he's going to be tempted it's delightful they are super taboo they're by Danny Wyatt if you haven't read her she likes a taboo story they're a little bonkers, but they're delightful and they're short. And I know, but again, people like my red flags in real life are not my red flags in my romance books. I just do judge you harshly when you're like, but no, they're delightful. Like I do judge you just so you know. It's fine. I mean, I judge you for your, like your turkey dressing, like shifter stuff too. Not that fever it's not dream. delightful at the same time. It's a fever dream and a door shifter. Well, I By the way, you, did I'm you see the it. paperback on the door shifter that the spine yes! has the hinges? It's the hinges. It's awesome. <laughs> Jenny's like, what? <laughs> Let me just it. tell you. Did you <laughs> see, like, there's that one guy, like, Easy Cat on Instagram, I think is his name. Yeah. 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 He, he got the books and he was, like, talk, like, he was, in, like, in love with these things. Yeah, I saw that because I found his video. Yeah. yeah, I think Merritt no. got the, uh, I think Merritt, Merritt got unhinged. Yeah, she did. She was I've... very excited. Um, I mean, honestly, if it's weird, Merritt's going to read it. I mean, true story. We had a whole discussion about tentacles today, Merritt and I. Um, Amanda, what are some of your goals for 2024? Um, I, I did set a number, but it is like 150 lower than my number last year. Um, I hit my goal last year, but I was very cognizant of it the whole time I was reading and I don't want to have to look at it and think about it. And just, so I just set you one to set one. It. Yeah. And also I definitely want to read more diversely this year. Um, we've all been kind of like talking about that behind the scenes and working on lists and everything. So I think the TBR is big for that this year. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely want to you know, like I said, I think before that I want to be better at writing reviews after I read a book. Um, mm -hmm. I haven't done that so well yet so far because I just, I went down a, an Aurora Rose Reynolds rabbit hole and I've just been binging. So, but I have written reviews for the stuff I'm not binging, but it's I mean, a, you could write a whole series review. I, I'm going film. to. Yeah, I, I will for the whole series, but you know, it's like 20 books later when I finally finish it maybe. So, I mean, I'm on I mean, I'm I'm probably like 13 in this point. Whose book are I you think. on? Um, I'm about to, I'll be on May next. Mm -hmm. So. I have to admit, and I will tell Aurora Rose Reynolds this, but May is my least favorite of the series. Oh, is she? Yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't love April. So I'm, I haven't, I'm giving it a break for a minute, but. I read May. We'll That's the soccer player one, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's when she was in her Montlake funk. Yeah, oh, you can kind of okay. tell. But, but Until Willow was very good. So if and you want to skip May the and go straight to Milo, Willow, then you can do that. <laughs> and then you can skipper. go back. I know you're not. not but... Yeah, I was like, I don't think she's going to do that. <laughs> no, no, that's sorry. like last minutes in Jenny's world. But <laughs> they're, they're short enough that it's not a big deal. And it's not that May is bad. It's just not like the bread and butter of like December, like November, or any of those original yeah. ones. Um, He's a filler. So Amanda said something mm -hmm. about writing reviews after she reads a book and there's a comment about, I wish I knew how to write reviews. And honestly, three or four sentences, two or three sentences that just say, I really liked this book. This is what was really great about it. Or this book made me feel that's plenty because honestly, sometimes I only read those two or three star reviews um, and yeah. oh, the yeah. two or three sentence ones just to get like, holy crap, this book was hot. Like, Awesome. I'm in. There there are too many F-bombs and too much sex on this page. I'm usually in two on those. Yeah, those are the ones we put on our to be red shell. Well, in a lot of times my reviews, it's something that I like, I would verbatim tell like everybody, like why they should read it. Like if we're doing like a group text or something like that, 
or one of these like chats, then it's how I would like tell you guys to read the book. That's how I do my reviews. Right. I would say that's like something I struggle with. It's like, sometimes I get like to summary without giving plot away. And I'm like, I don't, I would not read this. Like, why am I writing this? Like, I always mm -hmm. tell people, I don't want a book report. I want a review. So I just need to know how you felt, how the story went. And would you recommend this to your friend? Should I read it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, there you go. Um, okay, so how do you find, so let's go to new authors, because this is like a big thing right now. We're sponsoring the New to You Author Challenge. Um, so how do you guys find new authors? Currently, what I have done, and it's a little unhinged, shocking, right? Um I am really moving towards audiobooks for right now just because of my life. And I have a couple of narrators that I really, really enjoy. So uh, Wesley Shaban is a narrator that I love. Um, she reads the uh, Blind Date with a Book Boyfriend novellas mm, that are wow. our book club pick. And I love her. And so in the Hoopla app, you can search via... Um, narrator. So I went looking for Wesley Siobhan and she tends to read BIPOC authors because she is a BIPOC narrator herself. And that is where I found that holding by Alexandra House, which mm. was phenomenal. Black, um, black author, black characters. He plays hockey. Um, it was a second chance, great mental health rep. Mm-hmm. And a phenomenal audiobook. Um, I really loved it. So that is one way that I use to find new to me authors is start with something that's tried and true for me, like a narrator. Um, but Amanda, how do you find new authors? I mean, honestly, I get a lot of them from you guys. I mean, seriously, like the podcast or, you know, just us group chatting, um, that All of and, Becky's you know, unhinged screenshots. Yeah, 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 those. Um, and then, you know, I have a couple of my friends um, that I get recs from. Um, another friend of mine, her name is also Amanda. Like, we read a lot of the same type of books. So if she finds something new, she'll send it to me and vice versa. And then a lot of it, I'll I'll go to authors that I read and see who they're mm-hmm. reading. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a that's a big one for me. Um, I know Susan Stoker always talks about who she's reading. Mm-hmm. Um then Natalie Kenya, I think I got a couple from her. And then Kennedy Ryan is always mm-hmm. like shouting out other authors, you know. So I try to do that. That that gets me a lot of stuff that I that I like. Kennedy Ryan's great about that. I actually sent you a screenshot. We all yes, of we got it. a video that she did where she lists authors that just because she didn't have a book out in 2023, these authors did, and these books were really great in her opinion. And I was like, mm-hmm. screenshot. TBR. Yeah, I think you were talking about Alexandria House, and I actually was on a rabbit hole search of her books, and I actually have one of those up to read. It's an older book of hers, but I like I was looking at her basketball stuff, and it said, yeah. "Oh, these characters appear in a previous series." So I went and like you know searched out that series and found found like one I want to read. So that's up probably soon for me. Yeah, um, basketball romances aren't something we get a ton of. Versus yeah, like, and I like them when they're done well. So yeah. um, that is that is also on my list this year. I want to get some more basketball romances. Mm-hmm. Um, Jenny, what are you, how do you find new authors? And if you just say whatever Becky tells me, I am going to shake you. <laughs> but she was. <laughs> I, I was. Like, I was like, oh, but I'm going to see her this week. And like, she could, she could harm me. Um, yeah, like that's a lot of it is like, you guys know what I like. Um, and Discord is a great, like our Discord channel mm-hmm. is a great place. Like, especially if you're looking for something very specific quickly, like you just have like a craving for like some type of trope. Like usually somebody's going to give you a wreck um, mm-hmm. pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, what about you, Leah? How do you find new authors? Um, well, all of those things, but also I'll go into author's worlds that I like like Aurora's Reynolds Until World or like 
and like read authors that I haven't read that are writing books in that world and like summer hits and summer misses, but like I'll find new authors by just visiting a world that I like a lot. That's and so that was really helpful when Kakihiro was producing new books. I did find quite a few new to me authors during their run. Um, but I think they're pretty much done. Yeah, they actually sold, uh, like, gave the rights back to most of their uh, authors. Authors. Um, okay. If you are going and looking for a new author, what are you specifically looking for? Sometimes I find it easiest to read an author with a trope that I love. Like, mm -hmm. a new-to-me author, I am not... I'm not, not picking up a friends to lovers, to lovers from a new to me author right. <laughs> because it's going to make it really hard. But if it's a single dad or an over the top hero or a secret baby, then probably mm. yes. Yeah, I would say I look even for like those broader things like a rock star or I mean, you can find 10,000 hockey books. Like, mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't typically pick up a new author from a hockey book. Right. Honest. But if that's what you're looking for, like mm -hmm. you could very easily find a new author every other day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I certainly am not looking for faceless covers. Those are the authors oh, that get on the oh no thank God. you list. Yeah. How long did it take us? 27 minutes. <laughs> Way to mark the time. I did not bring up blue. <laughs> I brought up faceless. Uh, I mean, you did just mention lube, so it I doesn't did. count anymore. <laughs> Whatever. But no, seriously. It's We're just kidding. <laughs> let's not even talk about that. But yeah, it's it's one of those things like you just either well, like if it's in a world, like you find like a character connected to a character that you really like. So you're like, ooh, how how is this like relationship yeah. there? Yeah. But yeah, I definitely don't pick up a trope that I don't love from a new author. Because I mean it just makes it hard because you've already are like that's already a mark against it, right? You have a bias against yeah. it already. Yeah, I don't ahead. know that person's writing. And I feel that way. And that brings me to the next thing is giving an author oh. another try. Wait, um, Stacey just said we need a live episode <laughs> bingo board, and it's totally true we do. <laughs> we might. Um I let's write that down. When you get you so it's a good idea. Give an author another try. But first, you get a commercial. Because now you interrupted me. You're welcome. Um, so, picture this. You're a small town Sunday school teacher and you wake up one morning with your life turned upside down by a bad boy rock star. That, that's exactly what happened in Running from the Rockstar. This rom-com has the perfect blend of tropes, wake up married, opposites attract, and the irresistible charm of a sexy, swoony, hilarious small town romance. You can find Running from the Rockstar available in Kindle Unlimited. Paperbacks and audiobooks are also available on Amazon. Okay. So you've tried a new-to-you author. Do you give them another try? Because here's where I'm at. I read a Cassandra Wilder. I think it was Cassandra Wilde. Maybe. It's just Cassandra Wilde, I think. Is it? And it was Friends to Lovers. First book I ever picked up, Friends to Lovers. And it was horrible. Seriously, the book had the word but 683 times. No did exaggeration. Yeah, I did. Because he kept saying but... Or she'd say, I love him, but. Oh, I um, thought you meant like, but. B -U -T -T. but, but. <laughs> yes, I did too. What the F I thought it at first, but then as she was talking, I remembered I remembered this conversation. Because yeah, so. the loop popped in my head. Okay. But anyway. So, so anyway. How, what but, are the criteria that you're willing to give another? Because obviously that was a new to me author and she got a mark against her because it was friends to lovers and it was friends to lovers so being You idiots. went into it like already knowing that you weren't going to love this book. So you didn't really give it the college try there. My thing is like, if the story isn't my favorite, that's okay. But if the editing and the structure was of the story was strong, then I will always give them a second try. Now, if the editing was bad, because I read a book by an author I'd never read, the heroine, her ex was the father of her kids and he wasn't involved. But then like, six chapters later he was involved and he had a new girlfriend that was pregnant and then like six chapters later 
there was like something different. So it's like the story structure wasn't right. And there were big holes and not it. So I never tried her again. But what would it take for you to be willing to give her a try? Because honestly, one of my authors on my list to give a try again to is Lena Hendricks because people really like her books, but she freaking said a great lake was coastal. Yeah, but that's a personal thought, like there a personal is. issue. There was something like that. <laughs> something like that where it's Stacey like a wording choice. Yeah, Stacy did say coastal needed a spot. So it's on the bingo card. But that that type of issue isn't as big as the fact that like the background of the heroine changed from chapter to chapter. Yes. Where where does Lena Hendricks live? I don't Is freaking the, know. But see, maybe, she doesn't maybe know Great Lakes. Wherever she, I know, but maybe wherever she is at. Is she in the States? Yes. Or is she yes. European? She, U.S. Oh, well then, based author. Well, then I won't give her I just, for that So, one. like, my retry author list. Across the pond. My retry author list is, I want to retry Lena Hendricks, Laura Pavlov, because I've read two books by her and I found them just to be meh. Um mm-hmm. I read Emily McIntyre early on in her career. I haven't tried her new series that is um, the current one that's wrecked, hooked, and all those. Mm, I yeah, want to try the Never After, yeah, the Never I, After series. I'd oh, like geez. to try those again. And then I have struggled with S.J. Tilly. I struggled with her um, Latte hockey. Darling series oh, and her ones. hockey. But everybody talks about this Mafia series that it's so mm-hmm. great. So I like I want to give them another try, but I'm hesitant. So Well, I think like you the way you were like saying like about us Jay Tilly, like you you tried her hockey and you didn't like it, but everyone talks about her mafia. Like even some of our favorite authors, we know they write better in certain well, it's like, like you don't Some like tropes. you don't like Charity Farrell's contemporary, but you really liked her Mafia series. I did well, and I'm really Which that st- new one comes out soon. I loved, um, I loved Jay Sommons, her Rockstar series. I really liked most of the Boston Billionaire, but that last one and this current series, I've really kind of mm-hmm. hands off, and so I have to make a decision: is this one that I'm kind of done with? Or is she one that I'm just kind of keeping an eye on if something amazing well, pops up and I'm out for it? Because you read Layla's book, right? Mm-hmm. And you like that one. It so was okay. she might just but she might just be one of those piecemeal authors where you don't like clamor because I have a couple authors like that where I like their books, but it's not like I'm desperate when they come out. Yeah. But like if right. I come across it and I don't have something to read, I'll read it. Or they start a new series and you like I'm like, yeah. hey, how, maybe yeah. Maybe this will be the one for, like that gets me back into them. But also too, with some of the authors that like I've tried, it's their earlier books where they haven't like they have like right. their writing just hasn't flourished. And like, but then I'll pick them up in like a couple series, and like their writing style has gotten really strong. They've gotten good editors and proofers, and like they really have a good like balance that they didn't have in like previously early on. What about you, Amanda? What is that piece that will get you to pick up an author that you kind of thought they're not for me? I typically don't because if I'm reading somebody new, I will, I will usually give them a couple of books. Mm -hmm. So I will usually at least read a few books in a series just to try it. And if I don't like it, I'm, I'm generally not going back. So. Um, One of the things that we sometimes use to help us, and we're hosting our New to You Author Challenge right now, and I think we'll have one in the spring and we have summer reading, Um, but I wanted to just draw a quick attention to Brittany, who is the bookish millennial on TikTok and Instagram. She and somebody else started a challenge called the Baseline Challenge. Um, The mission of the Baseline Challenge is to read a minimum of three books by BIPOC authors per month for the entirety of 2024 to make a minimum of 36 BIPOC books. 
In order to help form the habit of reading and supporting BIPOC books, they've created a challenge and prompts. Note all romance based, um, not all are romance based. They have, but they do have some good ones. Like January has Natalie Kenya's A Dish Best Served Hot as one of the prompt cards. Um, I'll link the challenge and all their socials and are on the show on the shelf show notes. But um, I was digging through their things and like they're going to do body diversity. Um, oh, asexual, that's nice. You know, oh, like fun. queer okay. sexuality. So they're going like the rent, the whole gamut of it. Yep. Yep. They're going to do able or disabled bodies like they're mm-hmm. really um, translations. So books that were I just, originally. Yeah, I just followed them. Yeah. Um, she's done a lot. She and whoever did it with her has done a lot of work. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm, um, oh, that's, a, that's exciting though. I'm glad that they have that. Cause I, I think that for some people, like it's harder to find those if you don't know what you're looking for. Well, yes. And also I think that like they had that 23 and 23 thing mm-hmm. and it kind yeah. of tapered off because it was kind of rushed at the end yeah. and there weren't a really a lot of true directions mm-hmm. because honestly yeah. i am one of those kind of like jenny you tell me what to read and i'm gonna read it mm-hmm. i might not love it but i'm going to read it um and so these two have done the work to say read this because they have mm-hmm. book lists for each of their prompts yeah, a really nice. defined challenge makes it a lot easier for people to follow along with. So well, yeah, and that's part of the problem, right? Is like, hey, read more diverse, but I don't know how to find a diverse book. Like, what do I type into Amazon to find what well, I'm and, looking for? And that's the thing, Amazon search engine, right? For books I'm like, is you so may, like yeah. finicky now. Once if they redid stuff, and it's it's hard. And to I'll search. also say, you know, if an author isn't face forward. You mm-hmm. might not be able to tell by their name, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the other problem I know with me reading diversely is I have found certain diverse authors that I'm very comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You know, like I can read Kennedy Ryan. I love Claire Contreras, Zio Axelrod. Mm-hmm. I really am comfortable in her books. I'm comfortable with Natalie Kenya. I'm comfortable with Angelina M. Lopez. But there are other authors. You know, I need to find their books too. It's just so it's, it's just like saying, you said we could pick up any hockey book. There's somebody new writing a hockey book. hmm. You know, if I stay in my lane, I'm only reading Sawyer, Kelly and Helena. But Mm -hmm. how many other great books would we miss out on? Um, But not icebreakers. I like, I like like to work from a list though, too. Like, yeah, if I can check it. Like I'll print yeah. it and check it because I'm old and I like to like check things off and not put them digital. So yeah, I there like was a list also, that is provided for me. There was also at the end of last year in Ophelia, I think Claire Contreras, Natalie Canyon, Angelina M. Lopez were all part mm-hmm. of that hashtag Latinx author chain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they did, it was 60 authors. So you can still search that. And they all did like intro posts like kind of saying what their books were about. And that's another, mm-hmm. that was another one that I, I put a bunch on my TBR from that. Yeah. It's helpful. If you tell me who to read, like that Maeve Black, Jocelyn Soto recommended her to me. um, And she was great, but she's not face forward. And it wasn't until I read her bio that I was like, oh, she is BIPOC and mm-hmm. queer. But she also wrote a dragon with a candy cane penis. So, you know. Bonus. Oh, that one. <laughs> yes. As you cringe, you're like, oh, that one. It was delightful. I wasn't cringing. I was I was grinning. That might have looked like cringe on this video, but I wasn't. <laughs> um, okay, so let's talk about what books are you looking forward to in 2024. I made a list. I did too. Um Okay, we'll start with you, Amanda. Give us some titles or authors that you are excited to read their books in 2024. Oh, well, okay, here we go. If, when, when, if you want to just interrupt me if you need to talk. Um, um, I'll tell you when you, we have so the same book on your our time list. Is up. Okay, okay. <laughs> so the first one is coming out soon. It's The Hero She Wants by Anna Hackett. I'm very excited about that. Um, I think it's January 25th. 
Um, then An Unfinished Memory by Marie Johnston mm -hmm. is coming out February 15th. That's Sutton and Wilder. Um, they're actually divorced when this book happens. So mm -hmm. I'm very excited to read that one. Um, Falling for Mr. Bad by Melissa Foster, February 21st. Oh, that one is, ex I'm excited for that one. That one looks really good. And she's a, um, it's Sable and Kane. So I'm, I'm excited about that one. Um, then I have Or Than Friends by Lulu Moore is March 1st. Um, I'm obsessed with rowing. Like, so I just, I'm, I can't wait for this book. Like she started teasing like rowing videos on social media. And I was like, what are you writing? I'm like, I need to know. Yeah. You know, because I, I've been like obsessed with rowing since college. So I'm really, really excited about that one. Um, what else do I have? Okay. Well, I'm going to interrupt oh, you because you missed a few me. that are coming sooner oh, go ahead. than no March. Computer. So we have, um, I am super excited for Ward Willing that is coming February oh, 20th. Yes. I knew you were going to say that. That's why I didn't put it on my list. Um, by <laughs> Amanda Richardson. It's books three, book three in the Ravage Castle series and... I, there's some sticky wickets of tropes in this book, but if anybody can make me like them, I am convinced it's Amanda. Yeah. Um, and it's not going to be how you think it is. So. No, I'm actually like, I haven't read her. She's going to be a new to me author this year, but I am super excited for that book because that is all the things. Also that I like. watch for an Instagram live between her and I to celebrate her release. So, um, that is coming. And then. Oh, Wiener Down the Way oh, yeah. by Amy yes. Award. Yes. I'm so excited for that. Um, because I don't have dates for anything. I don't have dates for anything either. That, <laughs> one's, Amanda, that one's the Amanda end of January. Like, yeah. yeah. That's coming Sorry. soon. Uh -huh. And like January Amanda, 29th or something, I think. Yeah. And Amanda and I have a happy hour with her on February the 1st. So um, make sure you watch all that. Zio Axelrod, book two in The Lilies is coming out it's girls with bad reputations it's the drummer female drummer book i finally. love that cover it's so pretty finally like girl forever we've been waiting forever <laughs> yes that was 2020 that we read the last book and it was mm -hmm. supposed to come out 2021 2022 and it got pushed back yeah so i'm super excited about that one um the new kennedy ryan this could be us which is the follow-up mm -hmm. Uh, to her last, what was the last one? Um, before I let go. Before I let go. I'm prepared to just cry my eyes out on that one. Okay. Um, go to you, Jenny. Who do you got? Um, Cambria Herbert is finishing her. She did like college swimmers. Um, she's finishing that series, and the last one's a coach, which I think is always interesting when the coach gets a book mm -hmm. um, Maria Lewis is writing the book that we have not been waiting for <laughs> that we I didn't know. even know was a thing um, she didn't even know it was a thing <laughs> right? it's new in the so hockey series right right mm -hmm. it's um, book five five six yeah five. book five yes um, in the blades hockey series that's coming out soon um I would love a new king if she is listening. Yeah. I mean, she's been waiting a bit. I know she knows. Leah, I've what do you, do you have anything? Extra. Like um, top so, two or three? And then we'll go back to Amanda. So Isaac from Penny Reed yes. is yeah. finally coming. Wait, is that the one that Lindsay's like is called Banana Pants? No, no, no. that's a different it's one. It's called. All folk, it's all folked all folk up. up. She was talking no, about them in the I, same I, chat, though. Hold it up, but we have to wait until July, people. July. Well, it's Isaac. only been like what eight years? <laughs> been forever. But yeah, so we finally get his story because you don't like you think he's bad, but he isn't bad, but he might be bad, and nobody really knows. But she's like, like a triple agent. Like she has been teasing his character since the Banana Queen has been introduced. <laughs> Actually, no, since the Winstons have been introduced, and like we met the Banana Queen and that whole family. And like, honestly, Penny Reed, if you can release it sooner, please do that. Like, I know so life wait, is insane. What book are you talking about? All folked up. Okay, what is the Banana Pants book? That is second gen from Knitting in the City. Yeah, it is. Okay. Yeah, Quinn and Jamie's son desmond and mm -hmm. fiona's 
daughter, right? Yes. I think so. I think it's Fiona's. And the book is legitimately called Banana Pants. Yeah. Correct. That is, um, if you got the knitting in the city, um, like Kickstarter, Kickstarter, it has a different title. It's um, like, or and of all meets ninja or something. Kind of like, shoot, play it on the two families. But yes, it's Banana Pants. Okay. I think it's pants that have bananas on. Sure. Sure, sure. It's (laughs) it's Penny Reed, so we don't care what she named the book because we are excited. Um, Leah, do you have another one? um, (laughs) So Lainey Hatcher, who is one of the only, like she wrote in Penny Reed's world and she has done historical, which I've actually enjoyed. And I'm not a historical person, but she is writing her first contemporary romance in 2024. So I'm really excited for that. Yeah. Her TikToks I, are adorable too. So if you aren't mm-hmm. following her on TikTok, her TikToks are adorable. It's uh, Kilby Falls, right? Or yeah, like something, something like that. But I'm very excited for that because, like I said, she made me really enjoy those historicals. So, um, okay, uh, Amanda, go on with your bad list. <laughs> I don't know. It's not that much longer. Um, I tried to shorten it. So I also that? had well because I mean we only have an hour. Um. <laughs> But I had Before This Ends by Aurora Rose Reynolds is March 1st. So I'm currently binging her backlist and I expect to be caught up by that point. Can I just say I'm a little grumpy that Leah is not the heroine? Oh, you told me that. I know I did tell you. Leah's not the heroine. Everybody thought that Miles and Leah were going to be together, but they're not. And it makes me grumpy. But I know she's still coming because if she doesn't write a book for Leah, there will be revolts. Just saying. So I have, her, I have her down for March 1st. So I'm, I'm hoping to be caught up by then the way I'm binging her backlist. I should be. And then Eric's refuge by Nissa Catherine, which is the third book in that trilogy, which I've been waiting to read until all of it is out. So I will be binging all three of those books on March 8th um, or right before. And then um, probably my most I have two probably most anticipated reads this year the first one is The Fallen One by Brittany Shaheen that's Carter's book in the Falcon Mm -hmm. Falls series um that's coming out March 14th so I am I am very very excited she just released the name of the heroine in her reader group so if you want to know it's in there but nobody's allowed to talk about it outside of the group Uh, and then I have Rebel Without Claws by Juliet Cross that's going to be her spinoff for the um mm-hmm. stay a spell series so i don't know i don't think there's a date on that one yet but i'm excited mm-hmm. about that no because she's working on right. that other series she has right now too yeah that one and then um so but i think i think she said she pushed back the wraith king till later in the year because of her schedule after she got some feedback so rebel without a clause will come out before that now mm. so i'm excited about that one and then riley edwards has been teasing wilson's book from the Take Back series, and I am dying. I don't know when she's going to put it out, but I will be excessively stalking her until it does come out. <laughs> I know. So, um, I mean, I do it anyway, but it's worse right now. Say. Um, I, of course, can't wait for the next installment from Nevaeh Alta. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like that that series, the perfect, uh, imperfectly perfect series or whatever it's mm-hmm. called. Imperfectly perfect. Um, At First Bite by love. Olivia Dade. I'm really excited oh, to see yeah. her leave the Hollywoods and she's going um, to just contemporary. I'm really excited for that. Sawyer Bennett has a small town series coming that mm-hmm. is horse country, Ooh, it bourbon took country. 49 minutes for that one to come up. Um, you're terrible. Is uh, it? Is it? When's that? April? April. Yes. Okay. Um, we might get it sooner, but I think it's April. Um Karis, which is Sadie Kincaid's in the Chicago mm-hmm. Ruthless series. Carrie and Ryan and the Wilder Cousins. There's a book I have, the Carrie Elks book that's the one of the brothers, the Salinger brothers, comes out in January. But I need that book, too, in the Hearts and Creek Next Gen series because book one was so spicy and so good. Um Oh, Natasha Madison is going back to hockey with her yes. meant for stone. Mm-hmm. And I'm very excited about that book. Because it's Romeo 
made for Romeo. It's his sister. Sister. Mm -hmm. And Stone is a little bit of a golden retriever, like desperate for her. And she's not sunshine. It's going to be really good. She is not sunshine. She's going to be one of my favorite heroines, I think. Uh, Love, Lies, and Cherry Pie by Jackie Lau is on my must-read this year. Um, Helena Hunting has a new hockey, contemporary adult hockey series coming out called, um, I think book one is If You Hate Me. Yes, I think so. Sidney Carger, who I read his debut in 2023, he has The Bump coming out. It's um, a gay couple and their surrogate on a road trip. Okay, I was like, is there a bumper? <laughs> nope. It's their surrogate that, on a road trip. That was coming in. That sounds really good. Um, yeah, that sounds like. I sent this to Leah last night. The new Sarah Bale. Yes. Yeah. Did you send it to me or did I send it to you? I thought I sent it to you and then you shared it to your stories. Oh, okay. That was. <laughs> <laughs> um. Lindsay would be mad at me if I didn't mention Walk a Shame by Avery Flynn, which is the follow-up to Anger Bang. Mm-hmm. Um, Molly McLean put up a pre-order for book three, finally, in her Small Town series. Mm-hmm. She put that up today. Do we know who the hero is? That's the younger brother. That's the one. Um, okay. And who's, who gets um, together with the divorcee. Yeah. 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 It's so she's really older. I am really excited. Yep. It's age gap, but she's older. Erin Nicholas has the reluctant royals. She'll be writing as Erin Nicole. Um, mm-hmm. I actually, there's quite a few royal romances coming in 2024. So I don't know if there are. Yeah. Royal romances is becoming a thing again, which I'm not sad about. Did you guys see the cover for Natalie Kenya's book three? Oh my God. Yes. I, I am wait. so excited for that one. And I'm so wait. excited. It's gorgeous. I need mm-hmm. to order book two's paperback, but now I'm like, Okay, can I just have book three now? I'm really yeah. excited for that I've one. I've been stalking NetGalley to see if that arc drops on there. <laughs> just let me know when it does. I will. Um, Truth According to Ember by Danica Neva. So this oh. is a debut novel by an in debut romance by a indigenous author. Um, and she writes an indigenous romance. Like, it's contemporary. Um, and I'm very excited about that. That, that cover is gorgeous. Intriguing. The cover is gorgeous. Um, oh, the Bang Brothers. It's five hockey mm-hmm. romance authors came together to write a series mm-hmm. together about five brothers. And it's Jamie Davenport, Kat Mazira, Gina, Gina Izzy, Elise Faber, and Kelly. James. Oh, how did I miss this? I didn't know anything about this. Yep. They announced it like a couple months ago and it's like was a Kickstarter and they haven't really said anything since. Yeah. Um, The Community is Excited for the Bride by Ali Hazelwood. The last book in the Bergman Brothers by Chloe Lease, uh, Only and Forever comes out this year. Swift and Saddle by Layla Sage, and the new Elsie Silver. Um series rose hill is coming out um okay do you have a list of new to you authors that you hope to read this year anybody i mean i'm gonna, read, I'm gonna read carrie elks this year because i haven't read her yet um, how have you not read her yet because i kept putting it off okay um somebody in this chat's getting kicked out um it's not going to be me <laughs> No, I I have a list, but but it keeps getting bigger. Jenny, do you have any new to you authors you hope to read this year? Um, I I don't have any like specifics. Again, I think I'm just trying to look for more diversity among the authors. So you know, if I look at it, last year we did pretty good with finding new authors. Mm-hmm. You know, we read Hannah Bonham Young. We um you know, we checked out quite a few. We just need to be better and push more. Um, I have on my new to me author list, Tal Bauer. He writes mail, mail, Tara DeWitt. I've not read her and I know everybody just really likes her books. Mm -hmm. Uh, Brighton Walsh. She's been kind of nigging on my radar a little bit. 
for a while. Her and I've read a couple by her and I've liked what I've read. SM West is another one that's kind of been on my radar a little bit. Mm. Katrina Jackson, Dylan Allen. I have not read Lauren Asher. No, that's a lie. I have lie. not read Lauren I was gonna say, Asher. You read that's the, a lie. You read it. Yeah. I did. I DNF'd it. <laughs> Never mind. Maybe she's one to give a new try. I there have her new book in my on my Kindle. Um, yeah, you did not like it. I did not. I haven't read Savar Miller, and I haven't read Anna Hong. I read a one by Anna Hong not too long ago. So she's new to me in 2024. I, I'm not sure how I feel about it still. I might wait for Anna Hong and read her new the, soccer the series that's coming mm-hmm. out, oh, the Striker yeah. series that's coming out at the end of the year. I might mm-hmm. wait for her on those. And then, of course, I have my author retry list. New to you authors, Amanda, do you have a list? Um, I I do. A lot of it's like the stuff that we put on our QSR list. So I also have Tal Bauer and um, Heather has a whole spreadsheet that she gave me for MM that I'm that I'm planning to look at this year. So if you Heather if you need any, yeah, if you need any MM recs, check out Minnesota mm. Hockey Mom Reads. She has tons so speaking of mm just to interrupt max walker has his book oh. two in his like fantasy series coming Urban out romance fantasy thing he's yeah it's out. called a ruin of shattered secrets i'm really excited for that Lindsay one. was obsessed with book one mm-hmm. oh yeah so um if you like dragons and gay men it's a book for you well and max is a delightful human being so you should just read it anyway even if you don't like dragons again um like in your romance <laughs> okay so it's now time guess what time it it's is that time. Oh, oh, here it's we that go. time for book, book of, of the, the week it wasn't as good as usual because no. <laughs> it was a hot mess tonight we are kind of a little bit of a hot mess uh amanda what's your book of the week Okay, so my book of the week is Until Harmony by Aurora Rose Reynolds. So it's I'm binging that series. Um, I really like that one. It's a family series. Um, Heart, it's Harmony and Harlan. He's actually um, kind of a blue collar hero. Um, he's a mechanic. He's also in a motorcycle club. Um, mm-hmm. And Harmony's kind of, she's a nurse and she just kind of doesn't really realize that he's into her. And so he kind of slowly goes about it and she thinks they're just friends. And of course, then they have that moment where he's like, you know, this is, we're not friends. You know, this is <laughs> like, I'm, You're mine. I'm trying you to get you mine. naked. You're mine. You belong to me kind of thing. Um, and there's a, there's a kidnapping in it as well. Um, you know, so I'm, that, I think that's been my favorite out of my binge for her this week. So I really like that one. And, you know, if, if you like an overprotective hero, like, and a short book these these books are fantastic it's it's in her until series until him her yeah so because it's the second gen yes it is um, but there's only four books in the original mm-hmm. yeah it's not terrible mm-hmm. um jenny what is your book of the week uh the craving in slumber by ml philbit um again a becky like recommended author um, this is book two in her Fractured Fairy Tales series. Um, she, I think I have this one on my Kindle. Yeah, she does really well at like doing fairy tale retellings that aren't like cheesy yeah. or just enough like Easter eggs throughout to make it. Um, this one is Sleeping Beauty. The first one was Cinderella. Yeah, I was going to read book three, but there's an overarching storyline that I was like, oh, I need to know. Kind of do. Um, and I will say a shout out to Stacy because it was Stacy um, that put ML Philpit on my radar. And actually, that was one of the main reasons I bought an author in the bluegrass ticket. Because <laughs> oh. she's going to be there. Stacey. So, um, Leah, what's your book of the week? Um, my book of the week is Boone by Laramie Briscoe. It came out yesterday, I think. And I... I like it. It's very low angst. Like the storyline is good. It's an age gap. Like the hero was a early in life dad. He had his son at 15 and like he like he and his wife did not have the best relationship. And so he has not really dated since then. And the heroine's kind of she just got out of college and she's kind of floundering. And it's just it's one of those like 
stories like Laramie Briscoe she doesn't have a ton of like internal angst they actually have conversations like adults and like normal human beings should like there's it's nice it's nice I needed it after like the chaos of the past week um my book of the week is what happens at the lake by Vi Keeland um this was phenomenal great mental health rep it deals a lot with um overcoming tragedy and finding love and relationships and it just it was so good you know i'm a i'm a vikelin stan mm-hmm. there's no i mean she writes it i read it because she does not have like an art team and she does not give out arcs so you get like exclusive invitations to her arcs so it's like an honor <laughs> She emails and is like, hey, it's not her. It's her PA. She's like, hey, would you like to receive an ARC this time? And I'm like, yes. Yes, please. Well, Thank what you. I'd like to, though, is it's not the same people all the time getting the ARCs either. No, it, it's not. It varies. Um. So, and this is an absolute standalone. And I think that's the other reason that I do really great with Vi. Mm-hmm. Because it stands alone. Like I don't have to read 50 other books to get up to this book. She write any series. Um, technically her cocky heroes went into series and, um, she and Penelope are writing a series right now. Oh, together. that's right. That one is a series. Um, they even, I was going to say, even they right? usually, I think they they do more series together, right? Yeah. They do more series together. Okay. Um, okay. So we have a new segment. We're just introducing this. For 2024. Um, and this is actually the segment that Amanda gets to manage because <laughs> I'm a hot mess. So Amanda, do you want to read to them what the new segment is? Do you have um, the doctor? Sure. Hold on. Let me let me get back down here. I was copying something over. Okay. I'm getting here. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Where are we at? Uh new segment under we book go. of the week. Okay. Yep. All right. So we have a new segment. Um, can you guess the book? Each week, we're going to share a quote from a recent or popular buzzing about romance read, um, and you have the chance to win. So email your guesses to quote at buzzingaboutromance.com, and we will announce the correct guess on next week's show. Did I get everything? Yep, okay. you got everything. So, and we'll link this <laughs> on, our, on the, the shelf quote. show notes. I'm going well, to. <laughs> we'll link this on, our, sure on the shelf show notes. Um Email us your guesses, um, and then we'll let you know the title of the book in next week's episode. And if you got who, if anybody got the quote right. Um, So Amanda, what's this week's quote? Okay. So this week's quote is, do you sing songs, drummer dude? Okay. Um, If you think you know what book that is from and what author wrote it, send us an email to quote at buzzingaboutromance.com. Um, Patreon update, uh, celebrating one year in the hive is Amy Sutton. Two years in the hive is Jenna. Three years is Susie A. Susie. (laughs) Leah's bed partner, (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) which is just awkward now that I said that. It is, but that's okay. okay. Anybody Um, who knows us knows what it means. Swag packs should have hit your mailbox this week. Um, our swag pack sponsoring authors for January um are sienna snow and kaylee winters books that i think you could read to start with these authors if you've never read them before check out by sienna snow masters of sin gods of vegas book one i really liked that book in that series and amanda you read the street kings not gods of vegas yeah, I read Street Kings, and I think you can start with Dangerous King, too, if you want. That's the one we did the quick shot on. Um, I really, I like Santa Snow, but check out our Patreon for our current thoughts on things. Yeah. <laughs> Kayleen Winters, she has a rock star series, and it's interesting because it's like six or seven books. Each book is a different couple, but they all take place in the exact same time frame. Oh. So you kind of have to read them in order. And if you aren't sure about her writing style, that can be slightly intimidating. So that's an interesting. Yeah. Are they are they friends? Like they're all in a band all together. Con- they're all in a okay, rock band. So they're together. all connected and all of them are going- And like the timelines are congruent. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And that's they're a good. good. Way for they're just all your friends. 
you just kind of have to be available. Yeah. I know, but that's also a good way to make me real mad if things are wrong. Well, it wasn't. So, I mean, okay. it, was, it was good. Well, that's good to know. I will add her to my new to me list because I think yeah. remember. But actually, the hate date is a standalone Hollywood romance, and she's still writing in this world, and mm-hmm. it absolutely stands alone. And there is a super, super, super spicy elevator scene. Ooh. And they're a little more mature couple. Nice. I like that. Um, so that was like a, also like a Matt and Liza elevator scene or better? Better. Ooh. Oh, nice. Oh, Who's Matt and Lila? Oh. Matt and Liza from the Mary Carr book. Tempted oh, okay. and taken. Mm-hmm. Those people were horny. So horny. <laughs> yes, they were. <laughs> um, that was delightful. Swag packs go out to Fancy Drinks, Cold Brew, and Queen Bee Tier, and we still have fun buzzing about romance exclusive stickers, mood reading cards, and other fun things. Maybe a bingo card in February. Um, They are mailed monthly around the 10th of the month, and we do ship these internationally. Um, the The perk is mailed only once monthly. If you join after the 10th, first swag pack will be mailed the following month. Um... Because of you, our amazing Patreons, we're able to bring you three episodes a week, and we are still working on our goal of 75 members so we can plan our first ever book or treat. That being said, watch Patreon for a post as to where you can find us at different book signings in 2023, or 2024, New Year, Becky. Um, All members of Patreon get exclusive episodes along with perks like buzzing book club, um, you can find a list of all of our events at bookcaseandcoffee.com slash events, including happy hours, IG lives, and book clubs. And we have so many amazing events coming up just mm-hmm. in the next couple weeks. So make sure you check that out. Um, and special thanks to author Jamie Albright for sponsoring our episode. Don't miss out on the laughter, the love, and the small town charm. Head over to your preferred platform of Kindle um unlimited or audible to grab or grab a paperback copy and dive into the brides on the run series today um starting with uh running from the rock star anyway everybody thank you so much for joining us until next time happy reading everybody find us on instagram at buzzing about romance or on twitter at buzzing romance If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes. 